Ah, welcome yet again to another episode of the podcast of Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, which are often imposed by other people or guilty ruminations of our own self. So today, as always, we're joined by our good friend, co-host, and producer of this program, uh, Mr. Mike. And at times we go through the interview process, at times we just muse, and other times we have conversations. So... Let's have a conversation today. Yeah, I had uh, some thoughts, you know, that we could maybe talk about here today. I, I know, you know, I hear this all the time as I, you know, going around the city and chatting with people. And a lot of people really boils down to, you know, people have a lot of stresses on their lives or their work or something like that. But one of them that always perplexes me, not perplexes me, but just like it's always interesting to me is people always working, worrying about money, right? You know, whether it be hey, it's tax season as we're recording this podcast, that's starting up. So people are going to worry about that or, or paying their bills or, or things like that, right? And and we talk about, you know, kind of managing those things and managing expectations and trying not to stress over things like that. And I know a lot of people, like those things become very overpowering for them and, and if not crippling. Well, and what we've talked about, Mike, is let's say couples, for example, partners. Mm -hmm. The two things that cause the most conflicts, divorces in their lives, is not infidelity, it's not vacations, it's not job changes, it's it's finances mm -hmm. and how to discipline children. Finances and how to discipline children. So uh, quite often people will misquote uh, the Bible's St. Paul when he said, uh, money is the root of all evil. So if you look into that a little further, they left out a few words. What he said was, the love of money is the root of all evil. So then now we're talking about greed and we're talking about avarice and we're talking about self-love, Mike. What we're talking about is those things that our good friend, philosopher, monk, Zen Buddhist uh, Thomas Merton talks about the evils of the world, greed, lust, and self-love. Mm-hmm. Do we need money? Of course. You can't stuff enough good intentions and best wishes in an envelope to pay your electric bill. No, absolutely not. I mean, that's the fundamental uh, structure of our society, right, is the idea of money and, and, and things like that. And, and so it is a valid concern for a lot of people. Of course it is. It's a necessity. So it's just like time, Mike. It's just like time. What are most people saying? I don't have enough time. Time is my master. I'm a slave to time. Well, uh, most people say, I don't have enough money. I, I'm a slave to work. I'm a slave to this. What we, what we are, Mike, is we're a slave to objects that money can buy. You always, uh, we, we, we talk about on here a lot of labeling and describing and, and kind of validating things in our lives. And I think a lot of times we talk about emotions, of course, right? Well, you talk about those things and how they kind of attach to you, right? And that can also be, that concept can also be applied to the things around you that you're attached to. Indeed. So most people have a difficult time differentiating between wants and needs. Young children are perfect examples of that. Uh, and I understand how they cannot separate their wants from their needs. And wants can become emotional mind reactions that we laser focus on something that we have to have or our life won't be complete. And that's, that's illogical dysfunctional thinking. 
Delusions are when we hold on to a firm, fixed belief that despite evidence to the contrary. So if you have a 10-year-old that has on his mind that he has to have the new PlayStation or he has the new Xbox, then what's the most important thing in his whole world is to have that? That one thing on his mind at that time. Right. It's difficult to have people step back and say, what's important? What do I need? Does anyone need an Xbox? Perhaps some people do, but I think it's few. You know, a lot of people kind of put their goals in a lot of these money values too, right? Like, I want to do X with my life, but money is the barrier. Money can be a barrier. Yes, it can. So the idea is if you have a goal and if you have a purpose or an idea, let's say in our last podcast, Mike, we talked about the Ikigai. Okay. So if we can make an Ikigai out of a goal or a dream or our ambition. So what we often talk about on this program is when we have the goal or ambition, what we don't want to do is take the steps to make that possible. We just want that goal. We have to have that goal. We desire that goal, but we won't go through the steps. And if that particular goal requires uh, accumulation of some funds, then we, that's where we start. However, that may require, again, coming back to our separating between our wants and our needs. So quite often what I'll ask people to do, Mike, and I've done this myself, and it's kind of a pain. However, if you keep a receipt for everything that you buy, every single thing that you buy in a month, and keep that. And then at the end of the month, look at all the receipts. Look at the things that you bought. And then really and truly separate between what you wanted and what you needed. There are, and I know you're talking about doing this in a very physical way, but there are actually kind of helper applications that do this too. Like they will take, uh, whether it be through your bank app, sometimes they have this, or there's other like phone apps that'll tie to your bank and they'll see everything, every transaction you made and say, this is a restaurant. This is entertainment. This is this. This is a bill, right? Um, and then you can see, you know, whereas, you know, your way, you can see the piles of these are my Starbucks receipts, right? <laughs> you know, these are my, you know, whatever receipts. These are my movie receipts. Like you at least see like a graph, you know, a pie chart of like, oh, I'm spending 25% on, on, on just entertain myself or frappes or something. Right. And then you can kind of have that awareness about yourself. And I think that's a lot of people do that, you know, do whatever they do to day to day, you know, doing, doing, doing those things that they want to do with their money. And then they're just, well, where did it all go? I never make enough. It's like, well, maybe there's some, some life adjustments there. Right. We often talk about lifestyle changes and lifestyle enhancements. So if our dream is, let's say, to visit the Grand Canyon or go to Paris or go to Rio or visit some exotic location that you've really and truly dreamed of and you have a strong desire to go there, okay, uh, that's not either a need nor want, but it's, it's something that would really uh, enhance your life. It's a desire of you. Perhaps it's a dream. It's a goal. It's an ambition. So just once again... What is holding us back from that? Well, we can't seem to get away from these creature comforts, indulging ourselves and making emotional mind reactive decisions. Let's say, let's say you buy a, uh, a glass of pop every day, soda every day. And I'm, I think it's sheets or something. I think at a convenience store, they usually run from 95 cents to even all the way up to $2. So you buy one of those a day. Who thinks about that? 
Who thinks about, oh my gosh, I could be putting this $2 and then away. then you realize you spent about $60 on cups of soda. Just just on cups of soda that month. Yeah. What, what is $60 like by you just drinking water from your tap? Right. Filtered if need be. Right. But, you know, that's your coffee that's much cheaper. You know, if you're doing it you know, at home and making it yourself, you know, that's $60 that could be what that you're missing that you wish you had $16, to do that. So once again, we're talking about wise mind choices. Is this a wise mind choice or is this an emotional reaction? So remember, we often talk about wise mind choices. When we talk about a wise mind choice, a person might think, well, that's the no brainer choice. That's, that's the easy one. No, no wise mind choices can be difficult and there can be pain attached to them too. You might remember, uh, when we talk about this, Mike, we talk about our brains being masses of organic goo, okay, which are repositories for data that's collected through our senses. And then we have our mind, which is, which grades, shifts, sorts, all these different types of thoughts, facts, data, okay? And our mind gives them importance. And simply because a thought has intensity, frequency, duration, it's loud, it's repetitive, our mind attaches great importance to that. Okay. So have you ever talked to yourself? Say, I talk to myself when I talk to myself. Often alone in the car late at night. Sure. So what I consider myself is to be your mind. Okay. And the I, the I is your true self. We often talk about this authentic self talking to your mind and you can make a choice. We often talk about choice. It's one of our main subjects, our main focus. You can choose the importance of those thoughts and take your mind out of it. Your mind wouldn't give a thought about spending that $2 a day on that soda. So here's a real deal type of uh, challenge that we can give the people out there that hey, they can actually do. You know, you and I talk about all these things, all these thoughts and things and feelings that we flow around up in the air. Here's all these nice ideas, but let's apply <laughs> yes, it. Well, here, well, here's something that you can apply it to. Here's something that you can work on. Whenever you go to a department store, uh, let's say you go to a Costco or a Sam's Club or a Macy's. I want you to walk through walk through there or, or a grocery store. Take your cart through and pick up everything that you have a, a lingering thought about. You say, oh, well, that'd be nice and put it in. Then my challenge is, is for you to sit back and go back through that store and really consciously use wise mind choices and pay attention on purpose and say to yourself, do I want this item or do I need it? Go back through the store and put back everything that you just want and keep the things you need. I'll guarantee you, you would save a lot of money. Absolutely. I've done that a lot. I've done that like kind of built in I'm like, yeah, there's a thing I want to get. And then by the time I'm about halfway to the register, it's like, you know, I, I don't really need to do that. I don't really need to spend the extra couple bucks on that thing. You know, that's, that, that's definitely a want. That's a luxury. That's a, you know, and it's not necessary. So what we want to talk about is real life things that people can actually do. Not just, well, it's, it's wonderful to talk to yourself. But when you do that type of an exercise, that involves existential thinking. That involves really experiential type. Of, that's hands-on. That's hands-on type of keeping the receipts as a hand-on. It's a pain in the rear end. Mm -hmm. However... It gives you, it's a blunt reminder. It says, oh my gosh, I spent, uh, I spent $18 on chewing gum. And especially these days when it's so easy between our phones and the cards and you don't, you're not exchanging physical cash. 
I think that's also helped detach, right? Because like that number of money that you have is just a number, you know, in front of you and not, you know, stuff that is physically in your wallet anymore. And, and maybe that, that, that assists that problem a little bit. Indeed. So, uh, another thing that sometimes I'll ask people to do is to, when they go to a store, only take, leave their debit card, leave their credit card at home and only take cash with them. It changes your thinking on what you're spending. Indeed. You're not, you're not simply thinking of, oh, this is the thing I need to get and not budgeting for yourself. Oh, I can creep over that $20 limit I gave myself. It's, it's in there, right? You, you, you have a hard line. When you, have a, when you have a credit card in your pocket or if you have a debit card, who is even thinking of limits? Absolutely. It's this little plastic card. And if it goes through and it comes up approved, then ding, ding, you're a winner. It's like playing the lottery. Yes. But you're the state and you didn't pass your own budget. Right. So some things that highly successful people do and people keep track of their money is playing the lottery. They do not play the lottery. Okay, ever. I remember, and keep on. I, you know, every time it gets high, I'll, I'll, I'll occasionally buy a ticket. So the idea is, how often do you go through your day wishing that I had more money, or wishing that I had a better car, or wishing that I had that better TV? And like we're thinking that the things that money can buy can make us happy, or give us content. And again, we want to separate and be mindful. What do I want? What do I need? And most of the time, when we spend money, it's based on selfishness and self-centeredness. Selfishness and self-centeredness. How often do we help people who are truly in need with what, with what we have? Rather than, let's, let's take a look at this, Mike. Well, we, we often talk about doing kindnesses for others on this show. Forgiving, forgiving ourselves, forgiving another, doing a kindness for yourself, doing a kindness for another. We did a podcast on the Good Samaritan program. We, we did a podcast on, uh, we often talk about the, the Christian Bible and the story in there where a rich man had accumulated all this wealth, built all these uh, barns and filled it with everything. And uh, the creator came to him that night and said, you fool, this very night your life will be required of you. Now, who has all these riches? There's no prize for being the richest person in the cemetery. There, I've never seen a hearse with a U-Haul behind it. What are you taking with you? What are you leaving behind? What we hope is that you're leaving behind kindness and good memories. Nobody thinks about those other things. Oh, my gosh. You, oh, remember Bill? Yeah, he owned that Lamborghini. Remember Bill? Oh, yeah. He, oh, he had that beautiful big house. No. What, what do they think about Bill? They think about what type of person Bill was. They think about what Mary was like during her life. Those are the things. What are people remembered for? What are men like Abraham Lincoln remembered for? What are, what's Martin Luther King remembered for? What's John F. Kennedy remembered for? What are heroes remembered for? How much money they have? Not at all. Now, keep in mind, we're not pie-in-the-sky type of uh, people saying, you know, burn it all down, uh, give it all away. Although so, that could be refreshing for some people. Indeed. Indeed. And you have to decide for yourself if that's the case. Well, uh, the idea is that we have too much stuff, and we've often, in fact, we've did a few podcasts on decluttering. Mm -hmm. Decluttering your lives. Not only decluttering from uh, the thoughts and the different types of things that go through our heads, we're talking about decluttering, going through our houses and saying, what 
what don't I need? How much? How many things in your house, Mike, do you not need? A, a lot of things. I, I've literally uh, kind of looked around and be like, what have I, like, I've talked about here before, like the, the guy that uh, uh, goes around his house and touch, like for a spring cleaning, basically touches everything in his house and takes stock on whether it needs to be there or not. And I'm trying to think of what I have touched in the last six months at this point mm-hmm. because it just isn't there to me. Yes, yes. The idea is the more you accumulate, the more you have to what? You have to protect it protect it and management and have it in a storage locker and dust it and whatever <laughs> you have to make sure that other people don't take it from you that's too. that too i i legitimately if somebody broke in my house well first i think they'd be disappointed and second i there's not terribly much i would be disappointed in them mm-hmm. taking at this point i can always buy another xbox I can maybe my save games, maybe a little, but they're in the cloud now, so that's okay. You know, I can always buy another nerd TV. You know, that, that's that's fine. You know, what? Where are they going to steal my underwear? That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes what we say, if someone takes something from you, perhaps you could take another view. Perhaps they needed it more than I. Did. Just the other night, I do the ride sharing on the side, of course, and I had a fellow that uh, was uh, told me it was just mugged on the North Shore, and. He was taking a lift, so obviously didn't get his phone, didn't get his wallet. Uh, but he was really, really mad about them taking his uh, leather pea coat. And I was like, man, they just took a coat. Sucks. But, you know, yeah, it was just a coat. What do I want? What do I need? Mm-hmm. So our challenge out there is to everyone is to step back. Again, step back, describe, and evaluate. Take a, take a look at your life. We're always asking people to inventory their gifts, talents, and abilities, do we not? So our challenge out there is to everyone is to inventory your stuff. Inventory the stuff that you have and determine determine its worth. And that's not just listing your comic book collection necessarily. Not at all. No, no, that's sacred. (laughs) Got that right. Right, right. So the idea is on this show, what what we try to do is help people determine what's important, okay? Do you need money to get along in this world? Yes, you do. Okay, you have to you have to have a certain amount to get some things that you want, unless you're a complete stoic and walk around uh, nude. So remember Diogenes walking through, and he thought that he got rid of everything in his life except for a wooden bowl uh, until he saw a child drinking out of his hands, and he threw the bowl away. So the idea is how much how how attached do we want to this? So keeping in mind keeping in mind that we're spiritual beings having human experience. If there's something that I want to impart to everyone today that you're a spiritual being, you happen to be having human experience, how closely do you want to be tied to it? Stop and take a look at that. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Forgive others and forgive yourself. Have pleasant dreams. Take care. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.